Hello and welcome to All Things Small Business, brought to you by DAU. I'm Ken Karka, DAU Small Business Learning Director. This series is offered as a continuing dialogue between government, industry, and academia on acquisition-related issues that impact small businesses who support the critical defense industrial base. Let's join today's conversation. Welcome to All Things Small Business. I'm your host, Anthony Rotolo, and this is the show where acquisition and small business meet. We bring together business owners, contract experts, policymakers, and stakeholders, and we explore the issues facing small business and acquisition professionals as they work together to overcome challenges in a government and defense context. With me for today's talk is Cindy Randall from the Air Force Test Center, Edwards Air Force Base. She is a small business professional. Very excited to have you with us, Cindy. Welcome to All Things Small Business. Thank you so much. I really appreciate DAU and these podcasts that you're performing. Any chance I can get to spread news for small business and how to do business with small business, I'm there. Outstanding. I think you're a great example of how government is interfacing with small business. We've had a lot of small business people on, and we've begun to interview the government side, where you help people into the labyrinth of many services and tools and resources that are available. So really thrilled to get your perspective from the Air Force. Now, your career has taken some twists and turns. I believe you began as a contracting officer You've been kind of back and forth between the contracting side of things and working as a small business specialist. Tell us a little bit about your journey, please, Cindy. Yeah, you've got it, Anthony. It's been great, all the opportunities that the Air Force Test Center provides. I started my career in contracting. Uh, As a contracting officer, I grew and learned all about procurements and working, negotiating for about 17 years. And then uh, my last four or five years, I was able to be rotated as a career broadening opportunity into the small business office. And that just was the icing on the cake. I found my passion. It gave me focus and direction, and I just enjoyed it so much. But then contracting had other ideas and wanted me back on the floor. Being, you know, an 1102, they want to use their resources the best they can for the mission. And uh, so I went back for about a year or two. And then the director for the Air Force Test Center Small Business retired. And having that experience that I had underneath his leadership, I was able to go right into that role seamlessly. It was awesome. Oh, that's exciting. You had had a taste of both worlds, and it sounded like the small business work was more rewarding for you. Absolutely. Um, It's putting the pieces together, you know, connecting small business capabilities with the Air Force requirements. 
you know, sometimes in contracting as contracting officers, you know, we're going down the checklist and we're trying to get things out as fast as we can. And sometimes you kind of lose what that end result is, you know, the supply or the service that we've uh, bought. And we don't always get to see that. But for small business specialists, we get to see them connect and get awarded a contract and see how that affects the community as well as that business and their employees. Yeah, that has to be very exciting. It sounds like you're saying that you've got one eye on the vision of equipping our warfighters, and yet you've also are working with small businesses, helping nurture and grow them to become a part of the capability that we need to fulfill that broader vision. Exactly. Matchmaking at its best. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, an amazing thing, and I can see how rewarding that can be. But tell us a little bit more about your role. I mean, you're at Edwards Air Force Base. You have a specific role to fulfill within that context. If you could flesh that out for us, I'd appreciate it. This is a question I get asked a lot, actually. Uh, the Air Force Test Center includes Eglund 96 Test Wing, Arnold, which is in Tennessee, the Arnold Engineering and Development Center, as well as Edwards for 12th test wing. And so the role of the Air Force Test Center Small Business Office is to ensure that we're seeking and helping small businesses in all those localities. So all of our teams, we have a small business specialist and director at Eglin, and then we have a small business part-time specialist at Arnold. And uh, we get together about once a month, if not more frequently, to share ideas and to try to help each other in achieving our mission. Very exciting. You know, I was at Eglin Air Force Base. It's the only one of the above that you mentioned, but it's a vast place. And I was just awestruck with the sight of the fighter jets flying around. It's an amazing thing to see them up close and personal, but it's a look at you know, the kinds of things that we do that we make possible through the world of acquisition. So for me, it's an appreciation for what you do. Exactly. But let's dive deeper into your role. What are the specific things that you're doing as a small business professional? Sure. I think the basic two things that we're looking for as a small business professional are inreach and outreach. A lot of people hear those terms and don't exactly know what they mean, but inreach is where we are actually helping contracting and our government program managers to uh, perform their acquisition planning, to do market research finding those small business capabilities. And we do that through um, local training. We do that through our local vendor database that we have. We do that through a newsletter. We have a quarterly newsletter that we provide contracting to keep them informed on the most updated regulations and changes with small business administration and always keeping the goals up front, number one. And then outreach. Outreach is where we're interacting with small businesses. It can be at events and conferences. It can be in our local community. We actually go to the Chamber of Commerce and we have a getting your foot in the door type 
briefing that we provide to the small business, the mom and pops who don't even have a clue how to get into the government procurement. And then we also work with our local PTACs and small business development centers because they're out there too, foot stomping and meeting small businesses. So anytime that we can get together, that just gives them more opportunities to succeed. And that's all we're looking for is to get them out there, get them jobs. And not necessarily for me at Edwards, but we also help them to get jobs on our base. Our base is so big. We actually have schools. We have privatized housing. And so the opportunities for them to subcontract, to get out on base, to get the face time, and to get that past performance is just key to helping them get further contracts. So I'm hearing two things. So that inward-facing work you're doing, I'm hearing a lot about training and resources to equip people like you. And then the outreach is really, again, just helping small business to do business with the government and understand what they have at their disposal. Exactly. But tell us about the mission of the test center with Arnold, Eglund, and Edwards. All right. Um, Each one, it's really unique. We all have different test mission. Edwards, you know, we're out there flying the aircraft and we're uh, helping PEOs, program element offices. So they're usually writing contracts from Wright-Patterson Air Force Base to Hill Air Force Base. And then the planes actually come to Edwards and we test them and do their airworthiness And so the mission is pretty vast. Everything that you can think about for that aircraft is what we're doing out at Edwards. Then we have Eglin, and their major focus are munitions. So they're building and designing different weapon systems for the aircraft. And then Arnold in Tennessee is actually testing everything and testing how it flies with their wind tunnels and those types of capabilities. So it's very unique how each test location are performing their mission. What I wanted to tell you is last year, we actually did $1.8 billion as Air Force Test Center. And 740 million of that went to small business, which is about 42%. So I want everybody to know how much our focus is on small business as the whole center. And some of the things that we actually are buying that encompasses those three areas are engineering type services, R&D, of course, research and development, construction. There's quite a bit of construction going on. Then, of course, the missile and space vehicle parts and things like that, facility support services and computer related stuff. Those are our top, top NAICS codes that we performed last year and that companies can buy for through their NAICS codes. What I want to uh, tell you also is that those are the things that we've already accomplished for last year. So now what's our forecast? A lot of small businesses are always looking to find out, you know, what What is the Air Force, Army, Navy, what are they actually looking for in the next year into the future? And uh, Air Force has had a tough time coming up with a forecast. You have program managers, money coming in at different times. So finally, we do have 
a forecast and it's starting out with our expiring contracts. So the operational contracts that we see on base, like waste management, the base pest control, things like that, we actually have them listed in the Air Force Small Business website and it's under business opportunities. And we're even starting to promote our newest Space Force procurements. So really vast, all focused on small business and that vast array of functions and things that they perform really gives you an appreciation for how vast this program is. It really does. And it just uh, leads into how we are able to guide small businesses to get them there where all those opportunities exist. Yeah, and Space Force, the newest branch, brings a whole new array of possibility for small business. So very exciting times. It sure is. Cindy, tell us a little bit more about the conferences that you host. These are a great opportunity for small business and government to meet. Do you have things upcoming? Uh, Yeah, we really really love to support the conferences from Small Business Administration. I had talked about earlier, PTAC, Small Business Development Centers. They're usually always planning these conferences and they'll contact us and let us know that they want us to come speak or perform a briefing or do matchmaking. And I think uh, matchmaking is one of my favorite things because we actually set one-on-one. I think I've heard people call it speed dating. I heard Um, that with my last guest uh, before we began recording, you had told me that you had heard that interview. But yes, speed dating, I I got a little bit of a chuckle out of that phrase. And it's the truth because uh, they'll come up and we'll get about five minutes and they'll have their capability statements and we'll go through them. And I'll even make suggestions on their capability statements to, to beef it up and to help them and provide the information that we need. So us attending those conferences are great in one aspect. And then we also do our own. In the past, we had done them annually. Then with COVID coming up and the restrictions that were placed on in-person and social distancing, we're trying to do as many of the online events as we can. Uh, We're currently... Uh, talking and planning for the next Air Force Test Center conference, small business conference. And we're hoping around the May-June timeframe. And uh, we're gathering our requirements because what we really truly want to do is have actual requirements that are coming up that we can have contracting officers and buyers and program managers talk to the small businesses and let them know what they have and vice versa. Now, how are these conferences being conducted these days? Or have they been converted to virtual? Is there any opportunity for in-person or is everything sort of a a Zoom call version of the conference? Yeah, currently it's uh, mainly Zoom. One of the things that we're doing too um, from our vendor database I talked about earlier is promoting other conferences. About a week ago, I promoted the Army Corps of Engineers for Southern California was having a big event for their construction projects. And so we sent that out via our local vendor database and to 375 small businesses in Southern California. 
to attend that one to see we're promoting everybody's conferences, not just our own. Well, that sounds very exciting. You know, sometimes these conferences go virtual and the attendance increases because all of a sudden you remove the geographical problem and more people can attend. Or sometimes you're able to exceed what would have been the capacity of the venue just by letting people come in virtually. So that's been kind of a silver lining at this time. Oh, it's a great benefit because the more participation we have, the more we can steer an acquisition into maybe a small business set aside, you know, or take take it down another level to a woman-owned small business set aside. But we don't know unless the small businesses get out there and tell us they're there. Exactly. Now, Cindy, the other thing you mentioned was your local vendor database. Tell us about that. How do you use that? Oh, boy, we really love our local vendor database. So when a company contacts us, either by email, telephone, or we meet them at a conference, we take back their capabilities and enter it into our database. And the database has information such as their primary NICS codes, their business size, where they're located, then just keywords of what they actually perform from their capabilities. And that database is used by contracting to start their market research. So what they're doing is they're taking their requirement and seeing if that NICS code is in our database. And if it is, and they have four or five hits, then they can contact those businesses directly, depending upon what stage they're in in the process. But uh, they're connecting to that small business from the vendor database. It's a terrific tool. You've made people searchable, discoverable, and then specifically you're allowing people to home in on very specific capabilities. And also, we use it for notifying small businesses of future events. Like I was mentioning the Army Corps of Engineer conference that they just are getting ready to have, or I think they actually held it today. So a week ago, we informed all the construction businesses that were in our local vendor database of that opportunity. And I received back probably about 12 or 15 replies that thank you so much. We're going to attend this. And what it's all geared to is getting them experience, getting them that past performance so that they can qualify. Yeah, it's another example of the matchmaking that you're doing. Absolutely. Now on that matchmaking idea, what are some best practices, maybe the do's and don'ts for industry participation? That is a very, very good question. Um, the do is is to be encouraged and be motivated and and not to get discouraged because it takes time, folks. It really takes time to get a government contract. You know, you might have just become an 8A and that's great. You know, people are saying you're an 8A. Now you can get a sole source contract. But I will tell you that it will take time. There's a whole lot of other 8As that are, you know, competing as well and want to be out there and get those sole source contracts. Um, but you know what? That's the icing on the cake because um, my first year as a small business specialist, I've attended an SBA 8A conference, and there were two companies that I met there. 
And I brought them their capabilities back to the base, entered them in our local vendor database. And it took about three years. It was about three years. And two of our uh, service contracts came up for bid. And it was the mail contract and our personnel services contract. And those two companies had that capability and were performing it at other bases. And guess what? They got into that market research. They made their proposal and won the contract. And I was just super excited because those were both about $3 million contracts apiece. And to see them connect and to see the matchmaking end at that result that drove my passion for small business. It's very exciting. You know, you're seeing a seed planted. You're seeing something grow. I've enjoyed it as I've worked with partners as government. We partner with small companies and some of them I've worked with for many, many years. And you you watch them go from small and, and to their growth over time. And it is very exciting to see the mad people and capability and mature and become an even more viable partner to the government over time. It sure is. So exciting. It sounds like a lot of what you have to do is to be an encourager and a cheerleader. You talk about newly minted 8A organizations, but when you're in any kind of business development or sales, one of the first things you have to learn is that it's really a numbers game. You're going to be inquiring you're going sort of like the door-to-door salesman. You're going to be knocking on doors. You're going to be making phone calls. But it does come down to a numbers game. You're not going to win every opportunity. You're not going to get the award each time. So I think that is par for the course. And you probably have to encourage people that the opportunities will land with persistence. That's exactly what we do. Cheerleading that's my favorite all-time theme for small business because it's not it includes a small business as well as government contracting you know steering everybody in the right direction so they can put their best foot forth to win these contracts don't give up and, and i think that's uh, a major thing because i have seen some small businesses come into the matchmaking event saying you know i've been doing these for a year i don't see the benefit but the benefit is there it just takes time for these opportunities to evolve for the government to recognize what requirement they need for the government to get their funding so that we can go out there and seek these uh, small businesses to do the mission. So it's just keep hitting the doors, keep knocking on those doors, just like you said. Well, that's some great advice, a hopeful note for us to go out on. My guest today has been Cindy Randall from the Air Force Test Center, Edwards Air Force Base. Cindy, I want to thank you so much for your time and insight today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time as well. There's always opportunity to talk about small business any time of the day. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to ask you a favor on our way out, which is to share this conversation. I'll soon get this edited. We'll have a shiny new podcast episode, and I'll put it out into places where you can take the link 
share it with your colleagues and hopefully we spread the word. And that's that's a very grassroots guerrilla marketing kind of a thing that we even have to do with technology, just like the small businesses have to do to get their names out there. This is a, a small new endeavor itself, this show. So I'll appreciate your help spreading the word. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Thank you again. <laughs> Thank you, Cindy. You have a wonderful day. This is Ken Karkoff once more. I want to thank our guests for participating in today's conversation. Your insights and perspectives will surely help our listeners. And an invitation to our listeners, if you'd like to participate as a guest in a future conversation, please reach out to me at kenneth.karkoff at dau.edu. Till next time, stay engaged and collaborate across your networks. Everyone's talents and skills are needed within the defense industrial base as we fulfill the national defense strategy together.